episode 139. And welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. Hey, I want to open today's show with a heads up about our Dharmic Evolution Facebook community page. You know, a lot of you guys don't know about this. We set this up for our fellow artists around the world. So you can post things about your brand, your career, share with not just all the creators out there, but all of our worldwide audience who love to check in on the latest musical talent. Take advantage of this platform today and pull in some more fans just by posting what you're doing. Today, we're in Tracy, California with an amazingly talented woman. Her musical journey has taken her around the globe, across swinging bridges in remote villages in Thailand, into public squares throughout Europe and Great Britain, and even down Main Street, USA with her friends Mickey and Minnie. Kim has appeared as a television actress, Beverly Hills, 90210, Lois and Clark, and has had many moments of stage bliss, playing many roles, including Abigail Williams in The Crucible, Mary Magdalene in Jesus Christ Superstar, and Catherine in A Little Night Music. It's the stories and music of Kim Krennic. You better strap up your seatbelts, and let's go for a ride. We have got some great news for you. There is a brand new musical act out on the airwaves called Mercy. This is something that you have never heard before. It's spiritual. It's the truth unleashed with scripture delivered by Chaplain Christine Mercy, along with drums, guitars, pianos, violins, and vocals from singer-songwriter James Kevin O'Connor. Yes, a little bit of heaven on earth. And just in time, behold, it's the brand new album from Mercy titled, I Am Victorious. Yes, Jesus came, he saw, he taught, he preached, he healed, he suffered unimaginable torture, and not only defeated the evils of Satan, but he won the entire war for the entire world. And as he stated in the song, I'm going home, back to the throne, victorious, it's glorious. I've many rooms in my father's house for all of us, it's glorious. Learn to trust in his name. I Am Victorious, the new album is out now and available on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. Just recorded in the Music City on the world-famous Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. Download the album or pick up the actual CD copy of I Am Victorious right now on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. And keep your eyes and ears open for the live performance tour of Mercy coming soon. Featuring Come, Amen, Bless You. I'm afraid it is finished. And yes, the title track, I Am Victorious. Available right now. Go to Amazon, iTunes, or CD Baby and download your copy of I Am Victorious today. And keep your eyes and ears open for the new band, Mercy, coming to a venue near you soon. This message is sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Thank you for being here. I mean, you've got wow, what a um what a rich history of creativity, man. You do it all. How do you uh how do you find the time? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I make the time. <laughs> yeah, you sure do. You sure do. So so let's start about this, you know, um going to Thailand, uh remote villages, swinging off of bridges. What was that all about? <laughs> That's crazy. That was fun. It sounds <laughs> it like really a funny. ball. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't really that fun at the time. I was I was young. I was like I was 21 at the time. Okay. And um it wasn't my first time out of the country because I'd been to Great Britain, which is very different than Thailand. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> so, okay. The food and the experience. We actually, I was with a group called Youth with the Mission. Oh, okay. And you had you had a guest on here, Naomi Sam. Yes, yeah. I I actually remember her from when I was in Youth with the Mission. <laughs> oh, really? So she yeah. was there in that same group with you. She wasn't with me, but she was performing in in Montana, oh. and I was in Montana at the same time. Right. So yeah. So and then we our group went on outreach to Thailand. So we ended up, I didn't expect to do music there, but it was pretty fascinating the way our whole team came together, expecting just to go over there. And we, we did work in a church. We cleaned up like scorpions and all kinds. Well, 
I say we, but it wasn't really me. I was kind of on the opposite side of the building <laughs> right. while the, the, the brave people were over there with shovels, like killing scorpions, hard-shelled scorpions. And I was like freaking out. But yeah, we were like, you know, like working over there, helping a, a little church in Shantaburi right. uh-huh. in Thailand. And so we were in the city of Shantaburi, but we did get to go into villages. And that part was my favorite part because I like the whole little, you know, countryside of Thailand. It's, it's beautiful. Right. But the city wasn't, I wasn't too crazy about. Yeah. To this day, it seems like, you know, everybody I talk to, it's, um, that's like the destination spot right now in this Mm -hmm. period of time. For some reason, everybody has this fascination with Thailand and, you know, how beautiful the country is and it's just the place to go, you know? Yeah. It has some amazing beauty and like the beaches are amazing. Yeah. So you got in there nice and early. That's that's really cool. Oh yeah. Long time ago. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. Hey, um, so also you went to Great Britain. So tell us about that. What was going on there? Like is was this part of the same trip or was this a whole different thing? That was a different trip, two different trips. I've been there twice. Um the first time I went to England, Scotland, and Northern Ireland with a singing group. Right. Um called Continental Singers. That was when I was seventeen. Uh-huh. And then um, I toured with them and we did music. Um, and then I went back again with Youth with a Mission, but this, it was a different group. It was Musician Summer of Service. Right. And I co-led um, a band over there called The Herald. And we played um, all kinds of places. We played in prisons and um, just, oh gosh, we did, you know, on the streets. <clears throat> so it was, it was a lot of fun. We did um, cover songs. So it was, yeah. it was Wow, it yeah. sounds like you it sounds like you did it right, man. You did the globe trotting thing, you know, you were all over the place, you know. Before so, I got married, yeah. Before you, Oh, okay. Yeah, we well, that's the <laughs> way to do kids. it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, cuz once the kids come, it's like, wait a minute, mm. you know, the shackles go on. It's like you're not going anywhere, you know. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> where's where's my lunch, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> right. So let's so let's do I think it's time to break everybody in and we're going to play Fire Lilies here. Let's check this one out with Kim. Here we go. Once there was a palace here All I've built has been torn down All my dreams have been stolen Every stem burned to the ground Then you gently begin to Like 
Fire Lilies. So that was a really good song. You know, I got to com- comment on your production is really great. Your songs are so well done. Um, how do you handle your production, Kim? What do you do? Do you uh, have a favorite producer? Do you go in a studio? Do you do it in your home? How do you get your music together? Well, finding a producer for me is always like a high, high, high priority. <laughs> right, right. Um, I, I've learned how to do a lot at home. So now I'm at the place where Fire Lilies was done completely in a studio with okay. someone else in Modesto. He's he's a very talented guy locally. And, and who, who um, is it? What is his name? You know what? I can't believe my mind is blanking out. Oh, that's all right. We can come back to it. Because but... I recorded it a while ago. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. No, as soon um, as I heard it, I said, wow, this is really well done. This must be done in a studio, this, this particular track. It's really, really great. Yeah, it was well done. And Okay, the studio is called The Music Chamber. Just came into my head. Oh, okay. Yeah, The Music Chamber in Modesto. Um, so, yeah, so I do, um, now the, the more recent stuff I've been working on, um, just in the last few months, has been with, mostly with my friend Jackson. He lives up in um, Vancouver, Washington. And we now, like, send files back and forth. So I, I do all the vocals and keyboards here. And he does all the other instruments and vocals, too. And he does all the mixing and all the producing. And he and I work together, have some stuff we co-write, and we have our own little duo that we right. do stuff on. And then I also work with other producers. I, I'm currently working on a song with a guy um, who's in another state as well. He's in Texas. And then I've got somebody in um, New York that I love to work with. His name's John Sigorsiari. If I'm saying that right, it's Italian and it's hard to say, but I always call him Johnny C. But <laughs> he's really he's really good. So do so, you just like the pizza yeah. in New York? That's why you go there? Is that oh, how you, you figure out? Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even go there. That's the amazing thing. You don't have to go anywhere anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you just send files. You right. Know? I know. But it's a great way to work. There, yeah. <laughs> are you yeah. in New York? Where, I'm actually in New Jersey. I was in the city um last weekend actually. Um I was there for a couple of days, uh, right right near Central Park I was staying. It was really beautiful. I mean oh, uh, nothing like uh New York in spring or fall is I think the best, you know. It's just that vibe, you know. Oh, I love New York. Yeah. I've been there in, at Christmas time. It's it very fun. yeah, it's very addicting. I mean, it's like um the, you you can go there. I mean, I've been there because I'm really literally 45 minutes away from Manhattan where I am in Jersey and it's like you know, I mean, I've been going there my entire life and I've never had two experiences the same, even if I've done the same things twice, you know, it's wow. like there's always something fun and unusual and imaginative that, that goes on there. It's a, it's kind of a writer's paradise too. You always come away yeah. with some material from there, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Speaking could, of, <laughs> what about, how do you, how do you get your, um, like, where does your inspiration come from for songwriting? Let's talk about that a little bit. Wow. Because you, well, you have a deep well of inspiration, I could tell. Yeah, I, I do. I never lack something to write about, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I definitely, I have a, a deep-rooted faith, and I, I would say that my faith um, is probably the center of everything, you know, that right. I do. And so, you know, for the early, in, in my earliest days of writing, most of my music was faith-based. I okay. mean, just directly about God, you know, right. somehow a- around what he's done in my life. Um, but more recently in the last like 10 years, I started really uh, making it a discipline to write no matter, like every day. So, so right. I sit down and, and write every morning. I brainstorm ideas. I'll take a theme and I'll just write on that theme. And especially the last two years, I've been taking a lot of courses and and really getting more into writing universal themes. But, you know, from, from my perspective, it's always from my perspective and, and, you know, with my own slant on things. So, you know, that's what makes it unique to each person when we write, you know, as writers, but I love co-writing as well. So, yeah. so I've also really the last year been finding a lot of co-writers and that is another thing that's addicting because once you start working with people and collaborating, I, I think that that's, it's so much more exciting. You, you, you want to finish what you get started, right. you know, when you were working with someone else, whereas 
you know, I write every day on my own and I don't know if it's good or not. So I'll just sometimes just chuck it and go, "Eh, I don't really like that anymore and move on. But when I have someone there that's, you know, we're holding each other accountable, you know, it's a lot easier to look at that work and really, you know, complete it and recognize the value in it if we both think it's going somewhere. So that's, it's been really cool. You hit it on the head when you said holding each other accountable because, um, you know, once in a while when I, I do mastermind groups, you know, and I haven't done one in a while and I'm missing that a lot. And it's like, um, they're so valuable in the same way that you have to, you know, you're coming up and it's Thursday afternoon or whatever it is and you can't show up without material. So you got to make sure you plug in and say, you know, what am I going to do? I might mean, I have my notes from the last session we did. And if I don't, you know, show up and show that I did something or I held someone else accountable, then um, then there's no sense of doing it. So I, I think you're doing yeah. the same thing with the co-writing, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, where are we on this song or these songs, you know, I think that's great. Yeah. I think that's really great. And the fact that you have the discipline to write every day, I think that's really amazing. I, I love that. Um, I wish I did more of that because uh, I do that when I'm writing an album and I, and then I have a, a, a practice that I do that I've taught myself to do, which is every day between 30 and 90 minutes. And it's always somewhere between those times. And like sometimes at 30, I just say, okay, I, I put down what I could do. And then sometimes it goes the full 90 and it's like you're churning things out and it's really, really, you know, happening. But I kind of did it that way to make it not too much of a chore, but more of a joy, you know, yeah. and do it that yeah. way, you know? So that's yeah. awesome. So what are you working on right now? I mean, you have this, this great record out and we're going to play Invincible in just a minute, but, but like, what are you, what are you doing right now as far as this snapshot in time, like this period of April? Um, are you doing any performances or writing or, or just a little bit of everything? Like what, what's going on with you? Yeah, a lot of writing. Okay. Um, a lot of recording with I have I have about five co-writes in the works right now. Wow, great! That we are getting. Yeah, we have I have different producers on each of them, and yeah. we'll be working with a new producer soon. I, I have a friend Michelle Lockie who's over there in Maryland, and she's um, she teaches a film TV writing class, so she has a lot of stuff, a lot of placement in film and TV, and we're co-writing something together, which is a ukulele. Kind of a little fun song. Very I see it indie. on the wall back there. <laughs> you see the ukulele? There it is. Yeah, yep. I kind of knew. <laughs> <laughs> we got some of that going on for sure. Yeah. And then, um, and then I've got like about three that I'm working on right now in the works with with uh, my co-writer Jackson, who's where we have a a duo called Last August. And then I've got, uh, gosh. Now is his name Jackson Jackson or is that a misprint? No. It is Jackson Jackson. Oh, it, it is. It's Jackson Jackson, yeah. It is Jackson Jackson. It, it really is, yeah. That's that's awesome. I love that. I think that's I like, too, yeah. yeah, he's probably the only one. I like that, man. That's really cool. <laughs> hey, let's play, yeah. let's play Invincible and then come back to this conversation. Here we go on Invincible.
Wow, unbelievably invincible. And I, I have a feeling I know what that's about, Kim, but you tell us. Uh, give us the inspiration behind that and when that hit you to write that. And uh, like, like how long ago did you write this? Is this very current or has it been a while? No, this was a few months ago. Oh, wow, and fast. Yeah, dude. a few Rit months ago. It's a pretty new one. <laughs> written and recorded just like that, man. There's no dust gathering around your keyboard, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> not this one. My, yep. my piano downstairs isn't getting as much attention. Oh, really? But my keyboard gets all the attention up here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But yeah. Um, well, that song, you know, is definitely kind of my life walk, <laughs> I would say. Right. You know, okay. that, you, you know, we, we just, we go through stuff in this life. Everybody does. And we can really have that that outlook that we are beaten right. or we can have, we can have faith, we can walk strong and we can find people to join arms with. And, and that's really what this last year for me has been. Um, you know, for years I, I was work, I was writing, I was doing what I wanted to do, but I wasn't really stepping forward because I did have a lot of fear and, and I was writing a, a book all this time for seven years. I wrote a book and I was writing through, you know, my fear and, and, and like getting revelations as I would pray. And, and just, just, it was really a time that the book that I, I wrote is released now. It's called fire lilies out of the ashes. And I, I literally just released it a few days ago. Congratulations. <laughs> so that's, that's awesome. Interview. We, we yeah. also, also have in the James O'Connor agency, a segment for authors, but we'll get into that later. But I want to ask you about your fear. What were you fearful of when you were writing? Like what, what was like when you're writing, like what was going through your mind that you had to address this fear? Like, what was it? Well, some of the fears, there's more than one, I would say just stepping out and wondering what people would say about me, you know, well, who, who are you to like, you know, release the book? Who are you to sing that song? Um, fear that saying, you know, we're invincible, it, you know, you're going to have opposition come against you as soon as you say that, you know, fear right. that of facing that opposition. But, you know, my perspective is, well, when I think of invincible, there's only really one who is inv invincible, you know, the, the maker of all. Right. But, but, you know, when you, when you walk it, a life of faith and you believe in him, then you really, you know, scripture says, I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. So we have, that ability to walk through here invincible. And, you know, I feel like I'm going to live forever anyway, you know, when, right. when this life's over, it keeps going. So, so really when you have that mindset, nothing really matters, you know, it's yeah. like just steamroll through because this life is going to be so fleeting, you know? So why am I afraid of, you know, failure? Why am I afraid of what people will say? Um, as cause I'm a mother of four, you know, and so there's a lot of challenges as a mother of four, of balancing my time and, you know, not, not being so bound by, by what people will say, well, why are you doing that? Why are you wasting your time trying to pursue this dream? You know, right. you should just be doing this. And, and just when I finally let go of all of that, I, I would see other people who were like doing their dream and still had kids and they made it work because it was important to them. And I saw their kids thriving. So I thought, well, you know, there's a way to do this, obviously, yeah. you know, and, and by me not doing it, I'm only finding myself frustrated and not yeah. living to my full potential. So I'm really robbing my kids of, you know, and I'm telling my kids, oh, try out for the basketball team. You got to work hard. You got to go for your dreams. Right. But I wasn't going for my own dreams. So I was yeah. like, wait a second, I, I need to rethink this. Maybe, you know, I have some faulty thinking here. And so when I, when I addressed that in my own life, I, I was able to overcome and I've been, I mean, every day you have to overcome these thoughts that come against us. You know, it, it's just like, there's always something that's trying to push us back, but we have to walk on. And, and when you find people that you can do it with, you know, right. my friend, April Kelly and me, we, we sang this song together and you know, there's so much joy when you have other people that you're, you're doing it with, you're co-writing songs with, you're collaborating with on books, you know. Yeah. Um, you're, you're bringing, I'm bringing my kids in right now. I'm, I'm writing a tween series and my kids are, I'm every chapter. I'm like, what would you do in this situation? And it's going to be a choose your own adventure. Did you and, say a you know, teen or tween? Tween. What does that mean? I have, 
Well, it's in between. That's what I thought. Okay. Adolescent and teenager. Right. I ha- there's so few books for the tweens, you know. Right. Right. And it's I a have tough an age. Yeah, it is a tough age. Right. It's a really tough age. That's so. the hardest age, I think, because it's so transitional that you don't even know what you're doing. Like you're like it's very confusing for a kid at that age. And then when they on top of that, if there's any social challenges surrounding them, whether home or school or whatever, it just compounds it. I think you know. So totally. yeah. Yeah. I mean, God it's bless really- you for doing what you're doing. I mean, I really love the fact that you, you're you a shining of, example of follow your dream and you hold that up to them and say, look at this, I'm a singer, I'm a songwriter. I mean, that's got to be very cool for, um, you know, them as children looking at you, you know, walk the walk and talk the talk at the same time. That's great. Really great. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I love my kids. You know, they're always going to be the... the- gem of my heart so yeah how, you know, how old what's the ranges i've got a seven-year-old daughter and then she's my youngest right and then a nine-year-old son and then an 11-year-old daughter and then a 14-year-old son so wow wow yeah. boy girl boy girl boy girl that's a yeah. way to do it all right excellent god bless you that's really cool one thing we did not share yet about kim is she is fond of dirty leprechauns right back to the story right after this. You know, in today's world, most people are struggling with something. It may be someone in your life who has a serious illness, a family member who has been incarcerated, death of a loved one, job loss, or one of the many, many challenges we find ourselves immersed in. There is good news, however, and I'm here to tell you about Christine Mercy, spiritual teacher, seminary professor, and songwriter. Christine Mercy, who loves and deeply cares for all people, regardless of race, age, or creed. Dr. Mercy has a powerful ministry called Mercy Worldwide Ministries. This ministry cares for the sick and the dying and the disabled. If you have a need for prayer or perhaps a project that requires support, reach out today at mercyworldwideministries.com. Let's face it, we all need a trusted mother figure to give us a hand up from time to time. Reach out to MercyWorldWideMinistries.com today and check out the programs and resources available to you. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Um, so many things I want to I want to chat with you about it. It's um, but this is going so fast. Uh, I wanted to just comment the fact that you said about um, the longevity and being here in this world and on this earth. And I always say it's like a bus stop. You know, we all we all act like we're going to be here forever in this place, and it's just not so. You know, so yeah. uh, you know you've you've really embraced. Um, the best parts of everything, and and the Lord is shining on you. I can see that. But now it's oh. time for warrior pose. Here we go. When darkness closes in, fear has overcome. The air is so thick, it could be.
warrior pose. Okay, so th that was really, really hot. That was a really good, where did you come up with that title, warrior pose? That's very cool. You know, it's a, it's the chapter in my book, actually. Oh, is it? And yeah, it's something, I tried writing a song on this theme forever. And then that title came and it just, I don't know, it just came to me when I was writing the book. But, right. you know, because I love, I love, I do yoga. And so it is, you know, oh, it's no, a another yoga a yogi too. I'm a yogi. What do you do? What kind of yoga? <laughs> I'm not good at it. <laughs> I, I, I do yoga burn right now. <laughs> you know, yoga burn? No, I never heard that. of that. What is that? It's like a video series. It's, it's good. It's, it's really good, but I'm not very good at yoga. Oh, okay. I, I so it takes better. a long time. It takes a while. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you can, I've been doing it for 12 years and it's like, you know, you're constantly working on it to try to improve it. But it's, but I mean, you feel good when you're, after you do it, right? I mean, I get the yeah. best night's sleep. I always tell people, I said, man, my sleep, nothing messes me up in my sleep. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, yeah, I, I go fall out. Yeah. And I'm like a sound asleep, you know, six to eight hours. And I'm happy with that. That's great. So, so you have such a bit, I want to ask you also about, we didn't even get into this yet, but your, your stage career. Now you were in Jesus Christ Superstar and uh, a little, uh, a little night music. I mean, you did so many things. How did you get into the acting thing? That was what I was into when I was, was first, you know, exploring creative things as a young person, right. um, starting in high school and then in college. And I even, at one point I was accepted into the Boston Conservatory and I was going to go as a musical theater major, but at that point I shifted career ideas and I decided to just go to LA, um, take a break from college and try acting down there and see what it was like. So that was fun. It was, it was a little adventure for me right? and it actually showed me that I didn't want to be an actress. <laughs> Oh but really? In the heat of it all, by being in the crazy life of LA, I, I, I just, I, I would be writing songs, and I would just, I, it kind of showed me my heart was to write music and right. to write the story instead of just try to find a part to play that was already written. Okay. I wanted to be the writer of the story. I, I wanted to have an opportunity to have something to say because there's only so many parts you can play, and um, I, re I remember calling, you know the extra agency that I, down there, you know, trying to get work, you know, when you're out of work, it's so hard to, and I was out of work for like a couple months and I would just call the extra agency. And the one lady I was calling to be a part of a prostitute on the show ER. Okay. Okay. That, that was like a, a thing. And it was so funny because God always protected me no matter where I was. He protected me <laughs> right. even from doing certain parts, you know, and the lady on the phone, she goes, you are too wholesome to play a prostitute. <laughs> 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 and so I'm like, okay, I guess that wasn't what God wanted for me. <laughs> no, but, that didn't know, work it, for you. <laughs> it didn't work for me. No, that was good. You know, he, he looked out for me because when you need to work, you'll do anything sometimes. Yeah. You know? And I just realized, wow, I was really willing to do that, you know, just for a job, you know. Right. But so, you know, it was it was a it was a testing time for me. It made me more aware of, you know, my weaknesses and my strengths and where I really wanted to be. And just the opportunity, I thought, well, it's, it's difficult. You know, you, you, I believe you really should be called, you know, to be down there. If, if you have morals and, and things, if you want to be an, an LA actress, then you gotta, you know, you just gotta be meant to be there. And I didn't feel like it was really my, my calling, right? you know? Right. So, but I did feel more called to writing the songs. And so I kind of figured out that wasn't, the best career path for me, but it was a great experience. Yeah. And a lot of fun. Wow. <laughs> so, Isn't that something yeah. though? Like you, you, you just knew that that was what was going on. You were being protected from your own ambitions, if you will. And sometimes yeah. we do that. We have these ideas like, you know, I have to do this and you're convinced. And then you find out later after the disappointment like fades, you, you realize that that's not part of my moral compass at all. You know, it's just like, right. I, I don't belong there, you know? So. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, that. <laughs> yeah. So, so what else can we talk about here? I mean, we could just go on and on and on with you. I mean, the book, tell me about how you're balancing. Now you're writing the songs and the book just came out a couple of days ago. Are you going to do um, some kind of like tour or something, you know, to help like promote the book? Um, 
and and combine it with your music. I think that's the way to go. <laughs> I I would love to. I I haven't been able to figure out how to make that work yet. You mean um, the kids are not understanding about getting the station wagon? <laughs> Let's go, mom. Forget about school. Let's. <laughs> they would love that. <laughs> I know they would. That'd be awesome. <laughs> they would love it. I yeah. know. I wish it was that simple. Yeah. But, but how about yeah. packaging them? Like when you put up, like do like um. You know, is there something you can do with Amazon or something that we, you know, here's a link, by the way, if you buy this, you get a free single with your, yeah. you know, I'm just kind of like brainstorming. No, I, but. I, yeah, I have. That's something that I, I'm going to be doing, actually. Great. Yeah. Fire um, Lily, for sure. And especially because you've got the song too. with the book. I think that's, that's awesome. That's really, yeah. really great. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that is like a little package between the two. I'm trying to write some more songs. I have more that are written. I just haven't recorded them yet. Um, but definitely working on that because there's, there's about five songs that are written specifically that go with the book that actually you could read the book and go, Oh wow, this song is totally about, you know, and I even put the lyrics inside the book. So, right. um, so I want to get all those together and then it might even be six songs. I, I think it's five or six and, you know, then have kind of the companion, you know, where you have the CD companion in yeah. the book. Right. But yeah, I did put in the book that, you know, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm looking, my approach right now, because of my crazy life, for me to plan a tour um, has been difficult. It, it's been like a, a wall for me that I keep hitting. So what I'm thinking is maybe if people start reaching out to me and inviting me to come, I'll just take each opportunity as I can do that yeah. and go when I'm called, you know, and not necessarily hit the road for three months, you know, and just tour because yeah. that, that isn't working yet. But yeah, so hopefully that'll come together soon. <laughs> God has <laughs> his yeah. own plan for you. I'm telling you, Kim, he'll, he'll let you know when it's going to happen. Meanwhile, I think it's time for the King of Deception. Let's check this one out. Your shoes are leaving stains on my floor No invitation and your parts through my door Acting like we're still friends You play me like a rabbit in your magic show
Deception. So who is the king of deception, Kim? What's that all about? What's going on there? <laughs> oh, that song was fun to write. <laughs> yeah, it sounds um, it. <laughs> well, you know, it actually started, the whole thought started with a dream. Okay. I had a really weird dream <laughs> about this weird, like, magician. And and then I thought, huh, and, and it kind of inspired the song. And then I had an experience with kind of a shady um, guy in the music industry. Won't name oh, anything, do they have those in the music industry? <laughs> there's a few. <laughs> <laughs> it's synonymous. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll stay anonymous. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it just sort of inspired that. And I, I mean, I went with it with a love beat in it, but that was more as the writer standpoint. It wasn't really a, an emotional thing. But it was it was a co-write with Jackson, so we were both kind of like, well, let's make this, you know, go in different directions because we're trying to write Universal, so you know, yeah. it could hit a lot of different marks. But it definitely was inspired by a couple of things. That right, dirty. Right. Ro- I call it the song for every dirty rotten scoundrel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, it's so, a lot of fun. so tell mm-hmm. us about. Um, talk a little bit more about your your duo, Late August. Give us the the story on that. What is what's that all about? What do you guys do? And, um, you know, do you, is, if it's just a duo, do you perform out at all with that or, or are you just, just as a writing team? Right now we're just a writing team. It's actually last August. Oh, <laughs> last August. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we're, we're a writing team okay. and we haven't yet performed. We used to perform, but we, he used to live in California. Right. And so, you know, I used to play with him and he and his wife and I used to do, um, worship together at different churches. Plus we do band stuff together. We, played all kinds of stuff, but they moved up to Washington state. And so, um, now we just, just recently, like a year ago, got in touch. I reached out to him to do some producing for me. And then we realized we both wanted to do kind of the same thing, which was pitch to film TV. So we, you know, just started collaborating. This was one of the first ones I think that we collaborated on. Right. And, um, it took us a while. We kind of, we wrote some stuff and then didn't really like the direction we went with it. And through some stumbling on writing, we, we came into kind of a vibe that we like. And it's, so our sound is, is different than the other stuff I do. It's a little bit more of that, what you heard there. And he sings on some stuff. So it's got an indie rock vibe to it for sure. Right. And, um, we're pretty much sticking with that. Cause that's what we feel like there's blues in it, you know, but we feel like we do that well. And we tried doing some of the other stuff. We tried playing some ukulele songs and stuff and it was okay, but it, it wasn't us, you know, when we, yeah. you know, when you work with different people, like that worked really well with Michelle, my other co-writer okay. Her and I do the ukulele thing great together, but Jackson and I, not so much. So right. <laughs> we're kind of like, we're, we're figuring it out, but it's been fun, you know, just co-writing with the different people. And in the last August duo is fun. We, I don't know if we'll ever play live, you know, but, you know, we, we probably could down the road, we'd pull in a few other people to play with us though. Yeah. What's your, what's stuff. your main instrument? Is it piano or is yeah. it, oh, it is. Okay. I had a feeling. Piano for me. Yeah. You, it, just a little clue there what you're sitting in front of, you know, so uh, <laughs> there you go. I, I play a little of those things on the wall, Yeah. but I'm no expert, you know, I just right. it gets me by to write, <laughs> write songs with. Tell me about the kids. Who's playing? Anybody playing music? Somebody's got to be out of the four of them. You know, it's interesting. They're they're not. Well, they. My daughter, who's eleven, she picked up the guitar. She had it instantly. I mean, she she could play a song in like a week. So wow. I was like, okay, she's a natural, but she doesn't really want to practice. Yeah, right. <laughs> Go figure. Right. So they're all natural singers. All four of them really? have beautiful beautiful voices. Wow. So I just, I'm not one of those parents that's like forcing them. I'm just yeah. kind of letting them come into their own. And they always sing in the church musicals and they, they sing whenever they get a chance. Um, you know, there, there's opportunities for them to sing and they, they all want to. So that's nice, but right. I don't know really what's going to happen with yeah. them. I, 
I think it'll be fun to watch. And see. I think it's good that you're not pushing them. I did the same thing with my sons. It's like, here it is if you want it. And now my youngest teaches me guitar. I go Sweet. once I go oh. once I go once a week because he majored in music and I never learned formal. I, I was always gifted as a as a writer and a singer and everything, but I never so now I'm learning that now very late in life, but I but I love it. Exciting, hey, yeah. yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Plus I get to see him, you know, once a week. Hey, tell me yeah. as we're winding down here, Kim, what's most exciting? What are you looking forward to um the rest of this year as you look out on all these projects you've got going on? What are the highlights that we can look for? I mean the book is just out a couple of days ago, so we got to check that out. Um, but as the as the year unwinds, what are you looking forward to most of all? Well, I'm looking forward to creating. Uh, you know, I'm always kind of songwriter motto, always going for my better. You know, trying to beat out the last song. Right. So hopefully, right. writing some some great music, and then this Fire Lily, the Young Fire Lily series, which I'm really excited. I I can't believe how easy it is to write that like compared to my first book took me seven years. <laughs> right, right. This one is just like, I've already got, you know, 15,000 words and I just started it like five days ago. Wow. So it's really easy to write. And in this genre, it's fiction, it's got some fantasy and um, I'm excited about these books, actually. I'm, I'm already kind of, you know, I'm in the mode of writing these characters and so kind of caught up in that little world right. of Young Fire Lilies right now. So yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to release one, if not two of those um, in the series this Great. coming year. So um, tell us, tell everybody, where can we find you, purchase your music, your books? Um, do you have a website that we can just go there for everything? You can go to Um That will have all my music. It will have links to my books. And I also have a book website, which is kimkrennickbooks.com. And then Last August Music has their own website too. So we're Last August Music. Or no, awesome. lastaugust.com. Not music, com. Yeah. Okay. Lastaugust.com. Yeah. All right. You know what? <laughs> and we'll then put, you can find us on Facebook and all that too. So. Yeah. We'll put all your social links in the show notes and all your links to all of your music and your books. So, um, Listen, thank you so much. I know your kids must be so proud of you and your family, your husband, everybody. I mean, it just must be amazing to be in that house with all the content you're creating constantly. So, you know, thank you so much for being here. I'm driving him a little crazy. Yeah, that's okay. We need a little crazy in this life, right? So, that's right. That's right. So, Kim Krennic, thank you so much for being a part of the Dharmic Evolution. I just want to wish you all the success and blessings in the world. Thank you. I wish you the same. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Do you ever wonder why you were created and what you're here to do? Then the geography of the soul will help you to find your true place in this world. The music is so inspirational, including tracks such as I Want to Be Loved, State of Grace and Ride On. James Kevin O'Connor is an internationally acclaimed singer, songwriter, music producer, entertainment agent, TV star, and a loving father who leads you to find your true place and calms your mind and soul in breathtaking ways. Buy Geography of the Soul today by James Kevin O'Connor at iTunes. CD Baby, Amazon, JamesKevinO'Connor.com, Geography of the Soul, a beautiful CD that you need to own today by James Kevin O'Connor. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Fire Lilies, Invincible, Warrior Pose, and King of Deception. From Thailand to the UK, to being a successful and celebrated songwriter and now author, it's the super creative energies of Kim Krennic. You can check out Kim on the Dharmic Evolution website, now being downloaded and listened to in countries all around the world. And we're really cranking things up, because now we've just recently hit 66 countries. 
you should head over to the James O'Connor Agency. If you have not visited this site, you gotta check it out. Lots of artists around the world are starting to check in and take advantage of all the things this agency is offering them. An international talent agency designed to broadcast your global career. No matter where you are in your career, we have packages to enhance and broadcast your global career today. Stop by and visit the site. Find out about all the awesome packages we've designed and developed for you. Hey, do you need funding for your next album project? Well, go over to the jamesoconneragency.com. We'll tell you how to do that. Find out what we do for singer-songwriters, musical artists, as well as authors, speakers, and thought leaders. We also want to encourage you to visit dharmicevolution.com. Check out your show and blog profile right now. If you've been on this show, you are now on the site. Kim is now on the site, and people from all around the world are logging in to see and hear all about Kim, her books, and her music. That's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you on TV. You say you like my humor, my passion and intellect, positive social grace and confidence. I communicate like a five-star general with grand command. And the way you look at me, hey darling, I'm in demand. You told me that you just read my book I asked what's it called, let's have a look You laughed and you said It's not your heart that's up for play today So I stood up straight and turned 51 shades of grey Yeah.